Greetings, welcome to A Moment of Truth. I'm your host, Professor Jason Seals. Today I wanna to talk about this concept of othering. Maybe four or five semesters ago, I was having a lecture with some students about black culture. And there were several students that were sharing their experience and sharing some cultural practices that they have in their families and in their community. And a young lady raised her hand and she said she didn't have a black experience. And so I prompted her to share more. What did she mean by that? And she began to share that she grew up in a two-parent household, that she went to a private school, that she grew up in an affluent community, and that what she had experienced didn't reflect what other students were sharing. And I asked her, well, how do you identify? And she said she identifies as being black. And I said, well, you have a black experience. And I began to share with the class that sometimes we see stereotypical things or things that our community or white America has normalized as being the black experience, as though we're a monolith. There are cultural practices that we share that are very similar locally and globally. When I say locally, I'm speaking of Africans within the states, and then I think about globally throughout the diaspora. I'm also very clear that in our families, sometimes we could have different cultural practices. So you can have an African family that lives in Berkeley, an African family that lives in Richmond, and they have different cultural practices, but they still both be people of African ancestry. That all being said, I think it's important that we expand our idea of what black culture is and expand our idea of what black experience is. I think it's really important that we take away this box of blackness. And the box of blackness is an idea that I've been playing around with is that we have identified certain historical, cultural, social dynamics that will say, if you are connected to this, it makes you more black. And if you aren't connected to those things, then you're outside of the box, then you're not, you're not black. So over time, there have been popular movies like Boys in the Hood or Juice. And those have become somewhat cultural identifiers that we see as being black. So say there's a student or a young person or an adult for that matter that doesn't know about those films, we begin to now question his or her blackness. I think it's really important that we expand beyond the box of blackness and really begin to embrace this idea of the spectrum of blackness, meaning there's a range, meaning that we are more inclusive. And so when we don't offer this range, what we do is create this othering that people culturally and ancestrally are African, but because they don't have a similar experience, then we begin to ostracize them, marginalize them, see them as being an other. This happens in other instances as well. When I think about you know some of our brothers and sisters of African ancestry that might identify as being biracial. Um, or mix, some of them that might be a very lighter complexion, um, we begin to question how authentic their blackness is. We begin to question whether they've had an authentic black experience. We often talk to them as though they aren't a part of the group. Um, we begin to somewhat 
in our tone and our language begin to minimize their blackness. This also happens when we have brothers and sisters from the continent that will come to the estates and they'll begin to talk to Africans born here as though they're not authentically black um, because they might not know the history of the continent. Maybe they don't um, know much about the various cultures. Maybe they haven't visited the continent. We see them as being less than. We see them as not being authentically African. And some have actually said in some of my classrooms that they're not as African. And I think that's another practice of othering where people are now seen as not being a part of. Um, we also see this happening when um, people haven't read as much. So we have certain people in our communities that have read more books um, about our history and culture. Maybe they majored in African, Black, or Africana studies. Maybe they just took some courses, but they have more knowledge. They know of the historians, the theorists, they know of the practitioners, they know of the movements. And so, you know, those things make them feel good. But sometimes we meet folks that don't have that same knowledge and we begin to other them. Oh, you haven't read this book. Oh, you don't know this. We begin to question how black are they? Um, we begin to sometimes suggest that they are whitewashed. And I just think it's really important that this othering that we're doing, that we pay attention to. That this othering creates a them versus a us. We are all African people. Some of us born outside of the continent. Some of us born um, on the continent. Some of us have more knowledge than others. Some of us have a different social experience because of the, the color of our skin. But I think it's important that we say that we know racism exists globally. Um, and I'm not trying to, you know, dispel the complexities of these things. But I think for us, in terms of our healing, it's really important that we're mindful of the othering and create a more safe and inclusive environment. I recognize that colorism plays a huge part in the reason why we see the othering taking place with some of our biracial and or mixed brothers and sisters that have lighter complexions. We begin to almost have this um, them versus us dynamic. Um, we begin to, sometimes there is, because of colorism, we, we recognize that there is a privilege and we begin to somewhat attack them because of the privilege. Um, I also recognize that when, when, as it relates to these stereotypical things, we recognize that sometimes we don't think that people have had certain hardships because they have more privileges. So if someone grows up in an urban community versus someone that grows up in an affluent community, we begin to other them somewhat as suggesting that you don't have an authentic black experience because you had money or because you grew up in a said neighborhood. And some of this is a newer phenomenon because we know um, prior to integration that if you were a person of African ancestry, whether you were poor, middle class or wealthy, uh, most people stayed in the same communities. But now in a modern day, we see a lot of this othering taking place. And I just want to caution us. I want to caution us to explore each other's experience, learn about each other's experience, listen to each other. I had a friend come to me and talk to me about um, his experience 
around being othered. And I've had loved ones come to me and talk to me about their experience of being othered. And society others us already. Society sees us as being less than. We're somewhat the unwanted group. And I think it's imperative for our healing and our growth and our liberation as African people to stop the othering and create spaces to have these conversations. It's not gonna be overnight process, but whether they're in classrooms, mosques, churches, community centers, and now Zoom, let's have these conversations so we can break down these barriers and see each other and create a robust, loving, healing African community. That will be the center point of our unity and our liberation. Peace.